Hello and welcome to Songs for the Struggling Artist, the blogcast. This is episode 236. And uh, my name is Emily Rainbow Davis. Thank you for listening. Today, I think, is not going to be the day that I hit 10,000 plays on the stats, but it's close. I thought, you know, I'm close. I'm 28 listens away. So this show might put it over the top, but it also might not because, you know, there's periods where the listenership is, uh, it would take like two weeks. At the moment, I think it's possible. We could do it. We could do it. We could do it this week. I could hit 10,000 this week with this show. Very possibly. Anyway, it's very exciting. I have a, a bottle of kava in the refrigerator, ready to go for the moment that I hit 10,000. Not what's going to be funny though, is that it's going to, it's probably going to be like, so like right now it's, uh, 900, 9,972. And usually what happens is it doesn't like go, you know, in an orderly fashion, like one day it went, it like leapt 140 ahead and, and another day it's just like one, and then another one. <laughs> anyway, like there's no logic to it. So probably what's going to happen is it's going to be like, here I am at, you know, 9,972. And then I'll be at like 10,007 all of a sudden. So it's not going to be like in a car where you see it turn over, you know, regardless. Uh, although I guess you you could very easily miss it in a car as well. <laughs> um if you're, you know, you're not staring at your, um, you know, thing. <laughs> uh, anyway, so it's not like there's going to be a little alarm bell that goes off. I don't think. Um, so I might miss it myself. You know, we'll see. Or it could just like skip ahead. Anyway, today's blog. What are we talking about today? Well, we're talking about snot. I'm sorry. I actually was get, I have like a whole bunch of other blogs kind of stored up ready to to go to print as it were. Go to go to the internet and uh and I just went ahead and went with this one because it was what was on my mind and it was like the only response that I could come up with for uh all of the ridiculousness that was going on in that it is not a response to you know uh, insurrection and, and whatnot. Um, anyway, I'll read it to you. It is called snot acting. I'm going to talk about snot today. I've been trying to formulate thoughts about this abhorrent coup attempt that just happened, but snot is a lot less disgusting. So I'm going to go with snot right now. Why am I writing about snot? Well, I was reading an article about the best movie performances of 2020, and they were talking about Viola Davis's work and said, Davis has never been hampered by vanity, as past scenes of snot-dripping emotion attest. I have thoughts. Not about Viola Davis. Aside from the fact that she's amazing and we're lucky to have her and she came from the stage, so also we miss her. I have thoughts about these kudos for snot acting. 
Here's the thing about snot pouring down an actor's face when they're crying. It is not a lack of vanity on an actor's part. It is bait for awards because of responses like that article. It is, in fact, a kind of showmanship, an expression of pride in one's ability to cry real tears and snot real snot. One might call that a sort of skill-based vanity. Or maybe it's just something encouraged by those watching. Anyway, the reason I'm not impressed by it is that I have seen people cry in real life and have also cried myself, believe it or not. And real people generally do not let snot stream down their faces when they cry. Children do, up to a point. But grown-ass adults will almost never just sit somewhere with snot on their faces for minutes at a time. Likewise, most people watching someone cry are unlikely to just sit there watching snot drip all over their face without handing them a Kleenex or a handkerchief. To snot is human, but only an actor will leave it there on their face as a sort of trophy of their tears. Most of us wipe away snot and tears when we cry, not because we are vain or even ashamed, but because... We just do. Why do I care what those screen actors do to earn their awards? I don't know. I suppose I chafe a little at the way actors on screen are praised for realism when things like snot acting are not, in fact, human behavior. It is a choice. Maybe it's the actor's choice. Maybe it's the director's. Maybe it's the awards committees. Maybe it's a ploy for Oscars and Emmys. But it is a choice, a stylistic choice. And I feel like it should be acknowledged as such. In my house, it's become a performance category, and we laugh every time we see it. While someone is acting their snot out, trying to show us tragedy or pain or something, we can't help giggling and saying, that's some high-powered snot acting right there. I'm not saying an actor can't snot on screen. If you're crying and you snot, that's normal. Just, you know, treat it like you would if you snotted in real life. Pull out a Kleenex or something. Use your sleeve, the back of your hand, anything. We don't fetishize crying in quite the same way on stage, so it's not something I've encountered in the theater. Actors crying on stage just try and clear their faces so they can keep acting. They'll get it done any old way they can so the show can go on. But on screen, they're probably waiting for someone to call cut before they can deal with tears or snot or whatever on their faces. Hey, being an actor ain't easy. Crying for a living isn't a walk in the park. I am not trying to make it harder for folks. But critics and awards people might want to slow down their praise for snot acting or we are going to be looking at a lot of people's snot for years to come. So even though I, I said this was not about Viola Davis, apparently a lot of people are very interested in her snot. Uh, I guess Fences is particularly snotty. Um, I haven't actually seen it. I should. I would like to. She's great. And, uh, you know, it's August Wilson play, so I, I, I am remiss in my 
uh, theater self and not having seen it. But but yeah, I, this was not about her. In fact, I don't know if I've ever sne- seen her snot. So um, yeah, <laughs> I I was responding to the article and previous people I've seen snotting on on screen. Um, not her, pretty sure. So, um, you know, for all those Viola Davis stands out there, uh, please know this is really not about her. Although a lot of people are interested in, in, in her snot. Oh boy. Anyway, many of my theater kinfolk, uh, were gratified to, to read this. Even, uh, an actor who I did not cast in in a production that I directed one time, so and and and, and who I don't think I've heard from since. So it's so, you know, I, I I take that as a win. I absolutely do. Um, yeah, I, I, I you know, hmm. anyway, it's just silly, but like also, you know. Less disgusting than what's going on in politics in this country right now. So that that if only that that's enough for me at the moment. Yeah. So, uh, what what song am I going to give you? Well, uh, because this is they mentioned so much vanity and how snotting is not vanity. I started to think about vanity and also about how. I feel like it's not, we don't talk about vanity that much culturally. I don't feel like it's, aside from this particular lane, I don't feel like there's, I feel like being vain is so normal now that because of, you know, selfies and Instagram and all of the sort of self-promotion that happens in the world, I I almost never hear anyone call another person vain. Like, I cannot think of an example. Uh, maybe I'm h- hanging out in the wrong circles. I don't know. But, uh, but yeah, I just was uh, intrigued by, by the sort of, I mean, I'd love to see like an, a language analysis of like, is, has there been a reduction in the use of words like vanity and vain? And I don't know. I'm curious. If anyone's a linguist, lay it on me. Um, so, of course, I had to do, to do You're So Vain because uh, I think it's a different kind of vanity, right? To, to like, showcase your bodily fluids, <laughs> your, your snot, as it were. Um, but, you know, You're So Vain was just right there on the table. So I had to learn it. Uh, so you'll hear that in just a moment. And I will say also about You're So Vain, uh, it is a song that has played a kind of a funny role in my life at one point. So this song is inevitably going to lead to another song next week, which I will um, play for you then. I will have to relearn it. It is a song that I wrote. Um, and... The person that I wrote the song about, who I had a crush on, was a, a poet, singer, songwriter who I'd had a crush on in high school. And I'd written this song 
and uh, and then I forgot about it, you know. And then that song was just like part of my repertoire, and I play it all the time. And I played it at some gig, and uh, and this guy was at the gig, and didn't even clock it. <laughs> and then I saw him at like a, um, like another, you know, later on in the evening at a different bar, and. He was like, is this, this may be a kind of a, you're so vain, you probably think this song is about you, but I think that song might be about me. (laughs) And it was, uh, which was really embarrassing. (laughs) Anyway, uh, so I'll play that song for you next week. Um, And uh, yeah, so you can, you can take that, 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 um, I don't know, that atmosphere into into this recording of Your Sovain, if you like. Uh, it is on ukulele. Um, thank you for listening to the podcast. Thank you for getting me to 10,000 plays. Eventually, at some point, I will open that kava. Kava? What do we say? How do we say this word? Kava? Kava? Kava. It's kava. Anyway, I'm going to open it. I didn't get champagne because it was too expensive. <laughs> and kava is just as good. Anyway, um, so yeah, if you like the podcast, please tell someone about it, share it on the various social media, um, and uh, if you would like to support it, you can join me on Patreon, patreon.com slash Davis. There's also PayPal and Ko-fi. I appreciate any and all kinds of support, and just you listening is really, really great. So uh, without further ado, I give to you, you're so vain, on ukulele. You walked into the party Like you were walking onto a yacht Your hat strategically dipped below one eye Your scarf was apricot You had one eye in the mirror As you watched yourself govart And all the girls dreamed that they'd be your partner, they'd be your partner, and you're so vain. You probably think this song is about you, you're so vain. I'll bet you think this song is about you, don't you, don't you? When I was still quite naive Well, you said that we'd make such a pretty pair And that you would never leave But you gave away the things you loved And one of them was me I had some dreams, they were clouds in my car Clouds in my coffee and you're so vain You probably think this song is about you You're so vain I'll bet you think this song is about you
coffee clouds in my coffee and you're so vain you probably think this song is about you you're so vain i'll bet you think this song is about you don't you don't you well i hear you went up to saratoga and your horse naturally won Then you flew your Learjet up to Nova Scotia To see the total eclipse of the sun Well, you're where you should be all the time And when you're not, you're with some underworld spy Or the wife of a close friend Wife of a close friend and you're so vain You probably think this song is about you You're so vain, you're so vain. I'll bet you think this song is about